Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Odds and End Zones, a podcast feature of MileHighReport.com. From props to parlays to totals and spreads, it's time to sweat it out. Here are your hosts, Ian St. Clair and Adam Malnati. Adam, has Nathaniel Hackett been fired yet? Oh, we're back to this. Yes! He hasn't, no. Uh, the, so no, you know what I mean. Here we are. It's the same old, same old. Deja vu all over again. Thanks, Yogi. Uh, no, not yet. But the trajectory says yes. I, we actually had this conversation in Slack and someone had asked the question, what does he have to do to save his job moving forward? I think he can save his job. I, I think Nathaniel Hackett can save his job, but it requires the Broncos to go 8-2 and two down the stretch. They got to make the playoffs. And... And that's it. They got that's that's what saves his job. Anything less than eight and two, you go seven and three. You, I mean, you if you don't hit eight and two, I I just don't see how they can in good conscience bring him back unless the offense all of a sudden becomes incredible and the games that they lose down the stretch are really close. But if the offense becomes incredible and the games they lose are close, that means the defense has collapsed. And I, here we are talking about the Broncos and guys like Bradley Chubb and Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler being on the trading block. And if you told me a couple of months ago before the season started that this is what we would be talking about as the Broncos were headed off to London to play the Jaguars in, a, in an international game, I would have laughed in your face and called you a moron. I would have said, settle down, James Merrillat. You're, you're just wrong. And, and now here we are, and, and I feel like I've been 
lied to. I feel duped. I feel hurt and cheated and misguided. And I want to punch someone in the face. And he's a, he's, it's Nathaniel Hackett. I want to punch him in the face. Maybe I shouldn't want to, but I do. Bamboozled. Hoodwinked, if you will. Hoodwinked. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one, too. Yeah, Plymouth I Rock that... didn't, we didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. Gotta get the Robin Hood men in tights quotes going. Yeah, good old, good old I... Dave Chappelle. You know that's Malcolm X, right? Like we can, can I oh, say, yeah. okay, just making sure. <laughs> for, for those of you who don't know that technically that's Malcolm X, but Dave Chappelle used it perfectly in Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Go ahead. I apologize. But, but, uh, but Brockman's country knows that if you don't get roles, with, without no tolls, you don't get no roles. But the thing that I, the thing that is driving me crazy, and I put this in our MHR Slack, is what is this thing about getting rookie head coaches? This is the third one. Vance Joseph, Vic Fangio, Nathaniel Hackett. I get that you want to find the next Sean McVay. I get it. But even after Joe Ellis, Joe Ellis tried to find Sean McVay and Josh McDaniels. Even he realized, yeah. Maybe I should try to give a veteran head coach another shot. And he went with John Fox. I despise John Fox. He's the reason Peyton Manning didn't win more Super Bowls. But he was also a guy who could steady the ship. Let me be clear. And that's, you're not advocating for hiring John Fox after this. That's not what we're doing here, right? I, if it steadies the ship again, totally. But he... He's probably older. He's a, a like a senior assistant now for the Colts. What I am saying is it's inevitable that Nathaniel Hackett is going to get fired. I don't care what happens against in London. I, I mean, this could be the game where the offense just shows up and it's dangerous and he doesn't play blindfolded and it's not like oil and vinegar where no matter how hard you shake it, they're never going to mix because it never happens. That's how I feel about Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson and his offense. It's oil and vinegar. No matter how hard you shake it, it's never going to mesh and come together. But this could be the game where they drop like 50 points. But it, it, it save for that, it is inevitable that Nathaniel Hackett is going to get fired. So I'm going to start advocating right now for stop hiring rookie head coaches. Yeah, I, I can see that. I mean, and if you are trying to get oil and vinegar to mix and, and stay together, throw it in a blender, a little bit of mustard, that'll emulsify it. You'll be fine. That being said, and that's just the chef in me, um, <laughs> it is a good way to get everything to stay together, but there's no blender that's going to fix this. Um, the, the concern I have, and this is something that, that is there is also, a, you, you could be one where you make margaritas and you just put a lot of tequila in there. That's more of a, I, yeah, that's, that's more of a, I just need to, to numb the pain of this Broncos season. Um, I, I will say the the concern that I have at this point with this coaching staff is, is actually more about the defense. What, what a Jiro Evero has done with this defense is nothing short of brilliant. And I know that he is inheriting guys who played for Vic Fangio on a, on a very good defense. I will give Vic Fangio his credit there. That defense was very good. 
That being said, and, and this is where it, it, it sort of takes a bit of a turn, he is making his mark with that defense, and I think the NFL is taking notice of that. If you fire Nathaniel Hackett midseason, essentially what you have to do is turn to somebody and say, hey, take this, you know, take this team and, and finish out the season. Do you hand it to Ajiro Evero? Do you hand no. it to Dom Capers? Who yes. do you give the team to? Dom Capers. And then are you okay with watching yes. Jiro Evero walk away knowing that he's going to go coach a, a defense somewhere else? He's going to be a defensive coordinator you can't, somewhere you else. Can't, you can't leave a team for a strategic similar hire. He can't leave to go to another team but to be a defensive coordinator. What I, what I mean is he can if you bring in a, a veteran head coach who chooses not to retain him and his services. So you bring in a Well, that a, would be dumb. I, I understand that, and and I I see where you're going with that's this that's the way you save it is you go well we're not going to get rid of him and you can't make a lateral move, but I could see a, a team in the NFL going hmm, a Jiro Evero incredible defense with a horrible Denver Broncos team can't hire him to be the defensive coordinator how about you come be our head coach I could see a team doing that there are stupid teams in the NFL the Denver Broncos Definitely. being one of them apparently so. It, it it could happen, and I suppose it could happen either way. So I don't, I don't really know what the what the right answer is. I don't know. You know, I have I had somebody tell me today. I, I love it when people tell me things like, you know, I work with people who know that I'm a, um, you know, I'm I'm a blogger and a and a podcaster for the Denver Broncos and MH, at MHR, and I'm a big fan and whatnot. I love when people tell me what they know is going to happen. And I had a guy tell me, uh, Sean Payton is going to be the next head coach of the Denver Broncos. I'd love that. I said, that's fantastic. He's going to be the head coach of the Cowboys, I think. And he, wow. Los he Angeles Chargers. He doesn't believe he'll go there. He says, he says, no, you got that Walmart money now. Sean Payton is going to be the head coach of the Denver Broncos. I'd take that. I would. I would take that. I would even take that knowing that um, it could cost you a Giro Evero. That he, he, he might be uh, sent packing. I don't know why Sean Payton would do that. I Again, I look at this team, and I've done this before. I look at this team and go, man, that defense is incredible. I don't need to mess with the defense. Let me let me come in and just be the head coach, whoever it may be, and let's leave everything else intact on the defensive side of the ball. Let's just go fix the offense. Sean Payton could do that. You know how he's you know, been able to do that, so why not? I have a feeling Russell Wilson, who, if, if I do recall correctly, loves Drew Brees, right? Which means he loves Sean Payton more than likely. I think Russell Wilson would be on board for that as well. One of the teams that Russell Wilson wanted to go to was Sean Payton and the Saints. Mm -hmm. So we know that there's that inkling of wanting to work together. I I would love that. They have the money. It's going to take draft picks. What I like about what's going on right now, I, I don't like it. I would prefer that the Broncos not be in this situation and they were like five and two instead of two and five. But if they are able to get a first-round pick for Bradley Chubb, if they're able to get a second or a third for Jerry Judy, if they're able to get a third for K.J. Hamler, if they're able to get something for Dalton Reisner, who, who has also been rumored to be on the block, if they can get high-end picks, especially Bradley Chubb, they don't have a first-round pick. The first-round pick right now goes to the Seattle Seahawks. It's huge if George Payton is able to get a first-round pick. 
because that would allow you to fix the offensive line, which is a huge problem. Every single pick in the 2023 NFL draft should be used on the offensive line. You're going to get Tim Patrick back. You'll have Cortland Sutton. You have Greg Dolchich. You have Montreal Washington. You have you have receivers. You have Javante Williams hopefully coming back from a devastating knee injury. They need to fix the offensive line. You have the defense with Randy Gregory and Baron Browning at edge. You have the secondary. Kareem Jackson's probably going to be gone, but you have Caden Stearns, who is before his hip injury was phenomenal with Justin Simmons. You have the best cornerback at football right now in Pat Sertan. There's no, there is no question. Pat Sertan is the best cornerback in football. You have the pieces on defense. Now you take an area of strength with edge, a guy who you're not going to re-sign because of the cap situation in 2023. They could, because as we've talked about, Rob Walton can go the Stan Kroenke route like the, like the Los Angeles Rams. But they need draft picks. And that's how you're going to go about and fix the offensive line. I, I see where you're going, and I, and I totally agree with that. And you, you also didn't even mention Garrett Bowles, who is also not playing because of an injury. And so you, you, you do have a lot of things that need to happen on the offensive line so that, uh, so that Russell Wilson can be protected. Because quite frankly, you're, you're now married to Russell Wilson because of the amount of money you've put into him. So you have to find a way to make this work. If they can't make Russell Wilson work, they've invested a quarter of a billion dollars in him, and it would be maybe the biggest failure in NFL history to have the Broncos trade away the number of picks that they did and give Russell Wilson the amount of money that they did and have it not work. It has to work. You've, you have now painted yourself into the proverbial corner and you cannot get out without, and, and I'm going to say this now, you can't get out of this corner until you've won a Super Bowl. That is the investment that you have made in Russell Wilson. If they don't win a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson at, at the helm, if they can't figure out a way to get that done, I, I'm getting to the Super Bowl isn't enough. Making the playoffs, AFC Championship, none of that. The only way this is successful with the amount of capital and collateral that they have invested into this one player has to result in a Super Bowl win. It has to. And I don't think that Peyton Manning's time in Denver would have been considered successful if they hadn't won a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning at the helm. It would have been a failure if he had had to walk away without winning a Super Bowl in Denver. John Elway's time in Denver would have been Dan Marino's time in Miami if he hadn't won a Super Bowl, which means we would have said he was the greatest quarterback of all time, but we all would have known why, but he couldn't get it done. And that was the talk before the 97 season. Exactly. And so it is important that they do the things that will allow them to build a team that can win a Super Bowl. And you're right. Offensively, they've got some pieces, but there's injuries. There's issues. Defensively, that's a really, really, that's a championship caliber defense. Championship caliber defenses win championships every once in a while. Let's let's. Just be fair about it. The greatest defenses in the history of the NFL have won Super Bowls. But you really don't see just a defense win a Super Bowl all that often, right? 
2015, the Denver Broncos, it was really just a defense. The 85 Bears, really just a defense, right? The Ravens of 2000, just a defense. The 2002 Bucks, just a defense. You could make the argument that the Seattle Seahawks in 2013, just a defense. You're not going to win a Super Bowl with just a defense, more than likely. So you've got to figure out a way to make this work. It, it is going to be interesting to see what happens moving forward. Uh, and if they can fix this, because quite frankly, they have put themselves in a bit of a bind. And they started by hiring the wrong coach. And the sooner that George Payton admits the mistake and moves on, the better the organization and the team will be. Because they're not going to move on from Russell Wilson. You just talked about how much money and capital they've invested in Russell Wilson. So it's, it's Nathaniel Hackett. And he has shown no evidence none that he knows what he's doing or can get it fixed. Yeah. He keeps so saying it's not just going to keep doing it's, yeah, it's going to work. Cool. Yeah. Insanity. So it, it, they're just delaying the inevitable. So it's back to that. Speaking of back to that, let's, let's just get into it. Let's do our game preview. Let's, let's, let's rock with it. Keys to the game. Let's, let's jump right in, uh, which I mean, at this point, are are there keys to the game? I have one, I suppose. Mine is for the defense and the special teams to score touchdowns. Because the Daniel Hackett system can't score touchdowns. From week one to week seven. So it needs to be the defense and the special teams that have to take care of it. So I've got I've got uh, I've got a, a stat for you. I'm going to give you my key to the game, and then I got a stat for you. My little brother gave this to me over the weekend, uh, last weekend when I was in Austin watching the Formula One race at, at uh, Circuit of the Americas, the Amer- the U.S. Grand Prix. It was really fun, actually. Uh, but my stat or my key to the game here is uh, find a way to get the Jags to go to the wrong stadium. And London's a big city. There's there's a few stadiums there. Send them to Old Trafford instead yeah. of Wembley. Yeah, something like that. Mess with their GPS, slash the tires of their double double decker bus while they're out on a tour of the city. Uh, maybe have some someone figure out where they're staying. Pull the, do the old fire alarm trick where you go and you pull the fire alarm a bunch of times at night so that they can't sleep. A little bit of subterfuge, right? Really really mess with them. Play just play sabotage by the Beastie Boys outside their hotel really loud all night. That would be fantastic, and it wouldn't be very subtle because why be subtle? But but truthfully, and and I didn't actually put this in my keys to the game for your keys to the game article, and I probably should have. The key to the game is to to find some success in the third quarter. The Denver Broncos have played seven yeah. games, seven in 2022. In those seven games, they have scored a total of three points in the third quarter. Three. One field goal in seven games in the third quarter. If that's not a recipe for disaster, I don't know what is. And I remember a few years ago starting to to have this conversation. I think it was Vance Joseph who was the head coach at the time. We just sort of mark time by which horrible head coach there was at the time. And it was... For me, one of my keys was always to have a fast start in the second half, right? Score points in the third quarter. How is it that you are seven weeks into the season and in the third quarter, you have only scored three points? That's failure. That is failure on a grand scale. That is 
That is absolutely unacceptable for an NFL franchise to be that feckless on offense, period. You cannot be that feckless, that inept, that just awful. Three points, three points in seven weeks in the third quarter. Not three every quarter, not three on average, three, period, one, two, three. That's less than a point per game in the third quarter. I can't, what, huh? Why? How? It is, it's mind-blowing that they haven't even accidentally scored a touchdown in the third quarter or an extra field goal. Three freaking points. That's all I got. I got to stop. I I mean, clearly, whatever works in the first half, Nathaniel Hackett and Justin Outen and whoever else is on the offensive staff goes into the locker room, and they must look at each other and say, well, we saw what worked. Let's not do that. Or if you want to go, I'm, I'm not trying to be political here, but stop the count. Game ends in the, at, at the end of the first half. We don't need to go back out. I I mean, it's just, it, that just shows the inept, the ineptness of Nathaniel Hackett and his offense and, and the unwillingness to adjust. It's insane. It is insane. All right. Okay. Like, <laughs> like, is there really anything else to say about that particular aspect of it? I, I don't think so. No. Just because well, it, it defines the, it defines the Broncos. It defines Nathaniel Hackett. When you score three points offensively in seven games in the third quarter, in the third quarter, I I mean, you have to try to be that bad. Like there are certain things that you have to try to fail at. Like you have to try to bad tacos. You have to try to screw up nachos. You have to try to score three points in the third quarter in, in seven, seven games. In seven games. It's it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. So thanks to my brother for that stat. That really made me happy when he uh, told me that. And I think he got it from a buddy of his. And I, and I don't know. It, it's, it's craziness. Uh, you got any players to watch? <laughs> How was that for a segue? <laughs> I, I'm going with Russell Wilson because he he's clearly going to play. There's no way that the Broncos are going to be on the the international stage in London for the first time since 2010, and it's going to be Brett Rippon. <laughs> That's just – and can we end the let's let her rip stuff? Brett yeah. Rippon sucks. He is not even a backup quarterback. He should not be in the NFL. I don't want to be insulting. He's probably a great guy, but he he's not meant – to be an NFL quarterback, we saw that. Let's let Josh Johnson be the backup quarterback going forward. But Russell Wilson's going to be the quarterback on Sunday. He's going to play. What what does Russell Wilson and this offense look like? Yeah, especially with all those high knees he was doing on the plane. I love how that turned into such an awesome meme, such a such a horrible like quite frankly, there's no way he was doing high knees for 4 hours straight on an international flight. I I I get what he was saying. I was working out. I was I was going through. My, he was probably stretching. He was stretching. He was doing the things he needed to do to to prepare. And I I, I respect that. But of course, it turns into you know Broncos country. Let's ride uh, on this plane while I do my high knees and nobody can sleep. And even Pat McAfee joked about it. And it's 
okay, it's I get it. It's funny. It's not really what happened. So everybody just and calm and, down. and can I point out real quick that everyone bringing up the subway ads, those are old. Those have not been made within like the last five years. Those are all old subway commercials. Look at the date. These aren't new. So rehashing old ads because you find him corny. The only reason that we're focusing and talking about this is because the Broncos aren't winning games. If the Broncos were five and two, none of this would be discussed. Nope. We wouldn't even care about Mr. Unlimited anymore. So uh, you're absolutely right. Um, I'm going to go. I, I think I'm going to go with my offensive player to watch as shoot. I don't know. Cortland Sutton. I, why not? Maybe he'll catch a ball. Maybe he'll get a, a third quarter touchdown. Uh, I wouldn't bet on it, but <laughs> I'd like to oh. see it. It's not my bold prediction. Don't worry. That, that's not going to be your prop. <laughs> no, I, I don't have any props for, I, I, I think what I've discovered and I know we're supposed to talk about those things. I am so far away from betting this Broncos. I, I can't oh, find no. anything that I want to bet on with them. And that sort of ruins oh, it. Well, I, I will tell you right now, go for it. Hammer the under. Oh yeah. Every, yeah, other than that, just hammer the under. Whatever, whatever. Who was somebody bet like forty five thousand dollars on the under in the Jets game, and of course that hit. Which I don't know what the payout is on a was it minus nine hundred or something like. That? So well, ridiculous. The, the, the under is usually minus one ten. So they probably the one the, the, a the ten money. comes the, the ten is the vig right. If we want to get into parlance of sports betting, couldn't hurt a little, but. The under is six and one in Broncos games this year. It's a winner. It's and it's going to be winner. another winner on Sunday. Yeah, no doubt about it. Even if you uh, have to do the the changeover to pounds, it's still going to be the under. I think. I think the changeover to pound. I don't know what the pound is at. I'm not going to do a, a currency exchange rate right now. I, my brain can't handle that. Uh, defensive player to watch. I'm going to go first. Bradley Chubb. Because uh, it's probably the last time you're going to see him in a Broncos uniform. It will be his so, last game, especially yeah. if Peyton can get a first-round pick. Yeah, so enjoy that. Have fun watching him because uh, he, he's finally turned into uh, at least a semblance of what we had hoped he would be when he was the number five pick, oh, those many years ago. And, and now we're just going to trade him away. And it's, Because all the teams want to get their hands on Chubb. That's right. Everybody wants to see if they can grab that Chubb and, and ride it out, you know? But George Payton has to be smart. You don't just give a chub away. No, you gotta you gotta make him make him pay for the chub, right? Chub gotta make costs him earn a little it. extra. That's right. You gotta make him earn it. So you got a player to watch defensively. Uh, I'm gonna go with Nick Benito since it looks like Baron Browning could potentially be out. Because you know, I it, here's the other thing. I'm so glad that Nathaniel Hackett decided not to play the players in preseason to avoid injuries. Yep. Look at all those injuries they've avoided. Just amazing. All of that. You got a bold prediction. Uh, the defense scores a touchdown. That would be, um, huge. I didn't say which defense. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what's... I'll, I'll go, I'll go with the Broncos. I'll, I'll say Pat Sertan gets a pick six. Oh, I like that. So, so you think uh, Trevor Lawrence will challenge Pat Sertan? I like that. I, I hope he does. I hope that they, um, you know, I hope they find a chance to kind of because you know Trevor Lawrence was a number one pick as quarterback, and he's kind of he's not he's not found it yet completely, but you can see flashes of the guy who we thought he might become uh, when he was drafted. Like there's there's definitely a talented NFL quarterback in there somewhere. 
Uh, I'll be curious to see if he can ever make it work in Jacksonville because that seems to be a, a difficult place to be a quarterback. Apparently, Duval. as difficult as Denver. Yeah, I can't stand it. Uh, I, I do have a, a bold prediction, and my bold prediction is that uh, Russell Wilson will not finish this game. Uh, soft tissue injuries make me nervous. I don't even know if it's that bold of a prediction. And I know he's been getting treatment. I know he's been stretching and working it out and all that wonderful stuff. But I, I do mean, feel like he's probably not going to finish this game. I just don't – traveling like that, I, I I don't see it happening. So um, that's where I'm at. You got a score prediction? I'm going to let you go first. I wrote mine down, but I hadn't written down a, a winner yet. I'm going to I'm going to write it down right now while you give me your score prediction. So it, since it's a betting show, earlier in the week, the spread, the Broncos were a three and a half point, uh, three and a half point underdog. That I would have, I may have thought about putting a couple bucks down on that because given how I don't think either offense is going to do anything on Sunday. But now that, it, that DraftKings has moved it back to two and a half, not going to touch it. I like I said, the under is 39 and a half. That's still way too high. There's no way either teams, neither of these teams are going to score close to 20 points a game. Not going to happen. I'm going Jacksonville 16 13. Okay. We're actually pretty darn close on that. Um, This game is being played in London. London is in England. Uh, One of the uh, famous cars that comes out of. Uh, the UK, Great Britain, whichever you want to call it, out of England, is the Jaguar. I think the Jaguar gets it done in London. Fourteen uh, thirteen, the Jags, as uh, they, as Jeremy Clarkson would say on uh, the Grand Tour, former Top Gear host. So that's where I'm at. Fourteen thirteen, the Jags. Um, let's. We got to do it. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we'll do our whip around the league, look at the AFC West and uh, the rest of the league and see if there's anything worth watching this Sunday. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. All right, so Ian, not much to talk about with the AFC West other than the Broncos, obviously, in London. Uh, you got the Chiefs on a bye. You got the Chargers on a bye, which means all you really need to pay attention to is Raiders at Saints. Uh, it's noon game on Sunday. Um, 
or eleven o'clock. Or eleven. That's, that's right. It's I'm, I'm Central Time, so you know, cut me some slack. Math is hard. Uh, I, we were just talking about it before I decided to just jump in and start recording again. I, I, this feels like a pick'em to me, but you mentioned Saints at home, good defense. They could win it. I it, yeah, I could see the Saints winning. I honestly could see either one of these teams winning this game, but nothing makes me happier than the Raiders losing. So that's that's what I that's what I'm going to hope for. What's funny is that you basically have the same quarterback for the Saints. Like they have two quarterbacks that are the exact same. Like you'll get brilliant play out of Winston or Dalton, and then they'll just do something so stupid. Like that, I mean, that's what you're going to get. And I think they're going to get the good Andy Dalton because I'll be curious to see if Michael Thomas is back. I'll be curious to see if Jarvis Landry is back. They have Alvin Kamara back. Obviously, Taysom Hill is going to do something in this game. I wouldn't bet on it because it's going to be hit and miss. But I I don't know. I, I'm going to go with the Saints. I think the Saints win this game, especially since it's in New Orleans. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to just go ahead and agree with you just because I'd actually like to see Taysom Hill do something because after years and years of complaining about Taysom Hill as an Alvin Kamara owner, I'm now a Taysom Hill owner in fantasy and would love to see him score a bunch of touchdowns that keep Alvin Kamara out of the end zone. That's that's always that's my goal now, right? So it's, an, it's interesting how allegiances change depending on who you have on your fantasy football team. Uh, any other games that stand out to you is, is worth watching. I mentioned the Thursday night game before we started and you reminded me that the Buccaneers suck. And so that game might not be any good. And it's a Thursday night game and they usually suck. Um, what's fascinating about this is Russell Wilson. Isn't the only older quarterback who is struggling mightily this season. Tom Brady has been horrible. Aaron Rodgers has been horrible. And if he wants to come out and start criticizing his players about like taking plays off or not executing or whatever it is that Aaron Rodgers is bitching about, he needs to look in the mirror because he's the leader of that football team. And without Devontae Adams, he hasn't been anything this season. So I think he needs to do a discount double check at looking himself in the mirror yeah, I mean the only the only team really he owns right now is the is the Bears, and I'm not sure that really counts. They they play the Bills this Sunday night. It's the Sunday night game. Uh, it's I think it's a great primetime game. We haven't seen uh, them make good choices in primetime recently, so I think it, at least at the start of the season was supposed to be one of those uh, marquee primetime games. I still think it is, but it's more for what you just talked about. Aaron Rodgers struggling, the Packers struggling, the Bills taking off, looking like a Super Bowl favorite, obviously, uh, and continuing to look that way. Even uh, even though they lost to Miami, they've been just an incredible team. Uh, and now they're coming off a bye. I, they look like a team that at they, home they could absolutely massacre the Packers. Uh, they I'm will. not sure they're they're, they're gonna they're gonna drop them through a table. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is gonna be dropped through a table. It, it, up at Orchard Park. It's gonna be it's gonna be a tough a tough game for the Packers for sure. Uh, so that one is definitely one worth watching. Uh, AFC West or AFC West the NFC West has 49ers Rams matchup that could be good. I don't know uh, that Rams offense. 49ers own the Rams. Yeah, that that Rams offense should be better than it is, but they just struggle. It's just a a reminder of what Matthew Stafford really is, and that 49ers defense is incredible. So. Uh, it, it feels and now like they have Christian a, McCaffrey. Yeah. And yeah. And now they have this extra weapon like, Oh, 
So that'll be fun. And then we talked about Giants at Seahawks, and the Seahawks are favored in this game. Don't know why. <laughs> is it the is it the home field advantage? Is it because the Giants are flying all the way across the country? I kind of see this as a win for the Giants, and so uh, I, 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 I do too. I'm going to put a little money on that one, and I'll, I'll probably be the jinx and and kiss it goodbye. But that's that's where my head is at is to sort of put money on the Giants in that one. It's it's not just the you could do a New York parlay. The Jets oh, yeah. are are. are underdogs to the patriots yeah i saw that too that's that might be a so good you could little you new could york do parlay. you could you could do a three-team new york parlay of the bills giants and the jets yeah you could be in a new york state of mind as billy joel might say and pick a pick a three-team winner there you also have sort of an interesting you it, got the it would battle be up to you new york yeah it could be up to you new york for sure uh you have a battle of pennsylvania and a battle of ohio because you've got the Steelers and the Eagles. The Eagles are going to take that no problem. And you get the Bengals and the Browns, and the Bengals are going to take that one no problem. So you could do an Ohio parlay uh, or an Ohio-Pennsylvania rivalry parlay, if you will. Uh, that might be fun. I don't know. You're, you, you have some fun with it. Do whatever you I, want. I still, I, I still think that that number for the spread for the Eagles and the Steelers is it's still a, a bit high. A, a scotch. I think you're right. I think it's a scotch high. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. If you're just looking for something fun to do, obviously those might be uh, some fun ways to throw your money around. Obviously, within reason, be smart about it. Anything else we need to hit on here? Go abs.